Hello, and welcome to the Iacon Underground Patreon bonus episode for the month of September. It's back to school, and we are back to Japari Park, as we are once more kimono enemies. <laughs> we, uh, we are definitely planning to do some other things in the future and not just make this entirely kimono friends, uh, but with everything going on, uh, I, you know, uh, what happened yeah. losing Alex and I got an actual job, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, kimono friends is a, is an easy fallback. Uh, so, so there we, may be we... complex, strange questions to be asked, but it, it's, it's a short episode instead of doing what we were thinking about with the, the Batman movie that, that, that would be a long thing to watch and many notes and we're just, we just, something, something. One of our patrons suggested the the Batman sixty six movie, which is a great idea. Uh, yes. We just weren't uh, we we weren't really up for it this month, but definitely a future one. Yeah, uh, Thor Ragnarok comes out in the near future. That'll probably be November. I think October we should do something spooky. Oh well, Batman's kind of spooky because it's bats. That's oh. True. Or I, uh, I will note that uh, the entirety of the real Ghostbusters yeah, is up on Netflix. Pick almost <gasps> any that, that, that's yeah, that, right. That's what we do, it's still weird podcast. It's don't want to put this on the listeners, but like it's been a weird two weeks yeah. for us since we lost Alex. Surprisingly quickly, it's, it's still hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I I uh, have a blog post up on the host site on iaconunderground.net that you know explains a little bit of everything going on with that. But but mm-hmm. yeah, we're keeping on keeping on. Uh, but but yeah, so just just so our listeners don't think that we have become a completely kimono friends focused podcast. Yeah. Yes. We we are falling is... back on something colorful and cheerful for this month. Yeah, this is, you know, it's 20 minutes. It's just a bunch of uh, animal people yeah. being very p- nice and pleasant to each other. It's, it's a little bit of self-care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. This, well, that- yeah, this this weird thing has somehow become our happy place. <laughs> that was it's, it's kind really of the intention with, with me dragging... Other than, like, the first joke episode for an April Fool's, it, it's... I like this show. It, it's... It fits into the, I guess, the pastoral moe category of anime, where it, it's just, it's a cute setting. It's usually it's girls in high school doing stupid shit, but this is this girls wandering around an animal park who are animals. It, it it's about friends, and well, that's what we need now. Yeah, I like it when uh, when things are not just straightforward. When there's some weird twist on things so so i like this hey you got some uh, got some animal people you got some a little little post-apocalyptic undertones here um yes oh, you have half of it i like that <laughs> i like it when everything is terrible i like my happy place to have undertones of everything being terrible yeah it's, it's... <laughs> yeah it's Sajabari ka kya mada, sa sa sa, oh oh, sa ma ki.
So this is yeah, this is episode two, Jungle Area. First aired January seventeenth, twenty seventeen. Uh, wait, January twenty. And we begin where we left off. Wait. I'm. That's what well, Wikipedia uh, according says. According to uh, the Japari Park Kimono Friends Wiki, it aired the eighteenth. Oh. Well, maybe like the the dates are different because they're over the international dateline, or they, it could be the oh, air date in Japan, point. and maybe Wikipedia is getting the Crunchyroll date because it's usually a day behind. Yeah, uh, that's possible. Yeah, there's a slight delay for most shows on Crunchyroll. Some anyway, of them actually are, are the same day, which is surprising. Yeah, some of them simulcast, uh. and that's like one of their big features of the subscription. And I'm like, I don't need to immediately watch Naruto. Thanks. <laughs> I guess so you can get on Twitter and not have everybody immediately spoil Naruto that for you? Does as as a brief aside, I mentioned on our, our main uh, Stasis Pod episode for this week something about my coworkers making me feel old and not getting references to things that they should clearly get references to. And I was I was talking about something over the the headsets today and like one of the guys was like, Well, it's because I'm not a nerd and so I said, except for your Naruto tattoo, because <laughs> <laughs> he does have a Naruto tattoo. <laughs> Just love him claiming not to be a nerd when he's got a Naruto <laughs> tattoo. Odds are, if you have a tattoo, it's going to be I mean, something, listen, I'll, I'll... in these, this day and age, it's going to be something pop culture related. That's a nerd. Even if you got a tattoo, that's a nerd. We're yeah. all nerds now. You don't get. I mean, let's, I mean, what he said was, "I'm not a nerd. Believe it." <laughs> <laughs> so, so yes, I yeah. I also was uh, was bonding with a much younger coworker the other day who was watching anime and had never heard of Neon Genesis Evangelion. So uh, I'm. Anyway, so on yeah, our hip we- current anime. Yes, we begin where we left off with our friend Kaban, who is uh, some mystery animal who wears a backpack and has, like, a pith helmet, and Serval, who is, like, kind of a goofy cat person. Archidor. Yes, and they have found uh, the horrible rabbit robot known only as Lucky Beast. Well, it's also known as Boss. Yes. And apparently it talks, as we have now discovered... But only to Kaban. Yes. yes. Why? Dun, dun, dun. Why? Why is that? It's because she's a person. <laughs> yeah, because this thing is clearly like a robot tour guide. Yeah. Yes. It's designed to serve humans, presumably, and, you know, they have no context for that yet, so they are just surprised that Boss talks to Kaban, but doesn't talk to any of the rest of them. Well, designed to serve humans, it's a it's a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> now, is is uh, this Lucky Beast? Is this based on some actual thing? Because it does have like ears like a rabbit, but it's got like a raccoon tail. I mean, presumably, it's just based on a long history of anime animal mascots. Okay, so this it, there's like a there's like a through line from this thing back to like Zone Bunny. Yeah, and Makona from Clamp stuff and Pikachu and yeah, I I think that designed to be adorable. Yeah, 
it's yeah. it's just that. I think that's really all there is to it. And hopefully the backup recording is going fine because I accidentally just stopped my other recording and had to restart. So. Good job. Okay. Good job. <laughs> so it uh, it we for some reason we focus on the feather on Caban's hat. Yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, well, interesting. Um, Lucky Beast focuses on it. Yes, and then gives her the hypno eyes. Mm. <laughs> yes. Like the Lucky Beast's eyes glow and then Caban just falls right asleep. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Uh well, wait, how's the order of things? It there? is kind of odd. Yeah, like specific order of things, whether it's just that she's sleepy and that happens to be going on at the same time that Lucky Beast is noticing this stuff um, and... It, this, uh, Lucky Beast is giving a long description of the park first, right? Before the eyes yes. glow? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, a long, boring description that, that we only get bits of the exposition, so we're not even given all the information. Right, like they cut from scene to scene. Yeah, as she's slowly getting sleepier and sleepier. And then, Boss, Lucky Beast, notices the feather, eyes glow, and then what does Lucky Beast do? Oh. Uh, if you noticed. I did not notice. It keeps talking. In a different voice. Oh, yeah, I did not notice. It starts that. talking in like a less roboty voice, more like someone is trying ah. to talk through it. Ah, and that's all I'm saying for now. Ooh, oh, Mister Mysterious. But so, uh, uh, yeah, Lucky Beast is rude to Serval once Caban falls asleep because it doesn't talk to her. Right. So eventually, Caban has uh, has her nap, and uh, we wake up, and uh, decide that okay, we're going to the library, and the best way to get there is uh, via a the Japari bus. Uh, well, yeah, but uh, there's a repeat again of the "Don't eat me, I won't eat you," which I forget if this is the second or third time. All right, like she has no short-term memory. Well, she just woke up, and there's this animal girl standing over her. It's, it's, it's like only memento. her second day. <laughs> I of suppose. Memory. She needs to have, like, Serval, she won't eat you, tattooed on her forearm or something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think despite the number of carnivore people we have on this show, I don't think anybody's eaten anybody. Yeah. No, uh, as previously mentioned, the Japari buns are food. Yeah. So, hey, so yeah, this uh, this Japari bus, which is the, uh, basically a zoomobile... Uh, it is in the jungle area, so they're gonna. So Lucky Beast is gonna lead them on a tour through the jungle area uh, until they find it, and then they can drive yeah. to the uh, to the and library. And Lucky Beast is all very tour guide about this. I mean, it it talks like oh, yeah. a, yes. a programmed tour guide, and is very I don't want to say obsequious, but very deferential and courteous. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. To the point where Lucky Beast is even walking backwards like a trained tour guide. Yes. I mean, and I guess it might have, like, optic sensors in the back of its head. Ooh. Well, yeah, because it, it has a little glowy OS thingy on its collar, or its belly, yeah. or wherever it is. And I, I like the part where um, Lucky Beast is going to be the tour guide to lead Caban to the library, and Serval says she's going to be the chaperone. <laughs> 
Which, she knows what the word chaperone is. Or whatever the translation of it mm-hmm. is. It's an odd yes. thing for this girl, child, animal, cat to oh. know. She remains vestigial memories of her high school prom. Yes. <laughs> she also knows most of the lyrics to Lady in Red. <laughs> so yeah, they uh, uh, Lucky Beast welcomes to them to the jungle, and it may or may not bring them to their oh. knees. Knees. <laughs> oh, oh, the, oh, we're gonna get bad. Okay, if you're gonna do those bad jokes, here's a uh, Japanese tongue twister. Basugasu bakuhatsu. Okay. Basugasu bakuhatsu, bus, gas, explosion is what bakuhatsu means. Ah. So it's a tongue to the Basugasu bakuhatsu. Uh-huh. I mean, I forget where I first heard that, but it, it's one of these things about Japanese that's been stuck in my head for decades. I mean, at this point, I can't imagine you're surprised by me making bad jokes. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> yeah. No, but that was, uh, I just, I, I don't expect song puns because I don't remember the lyrics to most songs. Oh, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a one-man karaoke machine. Mm. Whereas when I make a rare song joke, I'm proud of myself because I remember the lyrics. <laughs> probably wrong. Good job. Everybody applaud. And yeah, and it is here where we meet the first of a parade of new, uh, Animal they people. suddenly got a budget for character design. It's yeah. like the first episode yeah, well, was very much a pilot, a and now they've proven themselves, so now they got, yeah. like, you know, extra money to actually pay someone to design someone who doesn't look like the poor zebra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, um, as, um, oh, I should have looked up the character designer. The character designs are from the cell phone game that was originally designed by the guy who did the Carraro, or Sergeant Frog manga. Oh. Can't remember his name. And a bunch of other games. So the, the, there was a design ahead of time, but yeah, building the figures, and they're all sort of built on a theme like all the cat girls are in a skirt like Serval. They're just ears and hair and other details changed a bit. So... Like like Beast Wars, we're reusing models yeah. with only slight modifications for things. Yeah, but it works pretty good. Oh, and and we see a variety of walk cycles, which is nice. Like yeah. uh, every so once in a while, with... uh, Lucky Beast is jumping up and down. Serval ha- has a skip in her step in a few spots, and Caban has the hunched forward because of the backpack walk cycle. So yeah, we start with the ocelot, much beloved of Sterling Archer. <laughs> She's just sleeping in a tree. It made me want to go nap in a tree. Oh my god, look at her little spots. <laughs> <laughs> His tufted ears. So cute. Just sleeping in a tree. Uh, next up, the tapir, which is kind of like a weird pig anteater looking thing. Yeah, they're... Although the tapir girl, like, she just has... Addressed its black, white, black on it, and black hair, it's, and she just barely seen behind a bush. So it's she's walking along, eating a chapari bun. Yes, they're everywhere. Apparently, <laughs> we get a brief encounter from a fossa. What the hell is a fossa? It's, I didn't it's, actually look it up. 
it's like it's not it's kind of like a mongoose, but it kind of looks like a cat crossed with a weasel or something. Is it a cryptid? Oh. No, no, actually oh, exists. Oh, okay, because like part of its, it's name, yeah, the, the Japari Wiki one of its scientific it in... names was like had crypt something in it. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, it's a Cryptoproctophyrops. Okay. Interesting. She apparently has a very long tail. Oh, yeah, it's... Oh, uh... Yeah, they say she's big and tall, but she doesn't seem any taller than Serval. She just has a big tail. Uh, you know why that it, Crypta is in its, uh, in its name? Why? Uh, because its anus is hidden. Oh, okay. Sure. Hence, Procta is in, like, proctologist, and crypto meaning hidden. Why would that oh. be, like, the thing they name it after? What the, What is wrong with, yeah, that... with scientists? Sometimes scientists are weird. Yeah, sometimes scientists have butt I mean, fetishes, I guess. I mean, and that would distinguish it from regular cats who are showing you their butts at every opportunity. That's fair, and I have a black cat where it's, like, especially pronounced, so I can absolutely, uh, I can definitely confirm that that, that is a significant difference in behavior for a cat. <laughs> oh, Benjamin. Gotta show his mama his And here we learn that Serval is famous. For being a being a real troublemaker. Yeah, yes, Serval the Serval is famous. Yes, yeah, Serval the. So, are there other Servals that are not named Serval? <laughs> um, presumably, I. I'm trying to remember the names of other critters. I think most of the animals are based upon either their actual animal name or a nickname of that, like a pun. So it'd be like Kitty the Cat. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. So presumably there's there can be more than one, but I guess if if you're the first and only at the time period, you're that. Or they're animal girls. Who knows how smart they are? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also encounter an Asian elephant who kind of looks like a character in a fighting game. Yeah, she does. She's not wearing much clothing. I mean, her hair is all done, no. like, in big elephant ears, but she's also got, like, a bikini top, and that's pretty much the first we see of her, is her her mid-torso. And she's got, like, yeah. tusk sideburns. Yeah. Tusk sideburns, and, and a scarf that is her trunk that stays in position, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. She's sort of a, a yeah, belly she... dancer look going on, but she's taller than everybody else. Yeah, she's gigantic. Well, I mean, like gigantic for a person, not like, like yeah. giant well, man. Gigantic, gigantic for these little uh, age indeterminate girls. Yeah, so that she could be like five seven. Yeah, she's huge. <laughs> uh, next up, we see an Axis deer who is busily licking some dirt. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Which is apparently good I mean, for salt in it or something. She tells them. Well. I'm, yeah, deers like salt. I mean, that is a thing they do, but... Here, come lick this dirt. She's very enthusiastic about other people licking this dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She wants you to know that this dirt is pretty good, and you are welcome to come lick it. Yep. Oh, it, and we're, as we're going through this friend's roll call, the path there on, the wooden walkway with the railings, gets more and more beaten and broken up until it's just a few planks on the ground. Yep. Randomly. King Cobra. 
kind of looks like the Marvel villain King Cobra. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing a hoodie. Uh, Tamandua, which I had to look up. It's just like an anteater. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the peafowl. Yes. <laughs> which is just like which a lady is... peacock, because there are apparently yeah. no males uh, yeah, anywhere there... here. <laughs> well, there's like six different names for peacocks. It, peacocks on their own are weird. I wonder, is this like a Jurassic Park thing, where they made them all female so they wouldn't breed? Wait and see. Oh, man. And then <laughs> when, uh, like, the Ian Malcolm is talking about, so, so do you go out and lift up their skirts? They actually have skirts to lift up. Oh. I don't know. That, that is a nice thing about this show. There's no intentional panty shots. Yeah, this... I'm not sure I was about to say, this is anything? not, like... Fa- I was worried this would be very fan service and it's not. No, it's not. I We... We might see Serval's panties, but that's only because she does a lot of jumping. But it's not like the focus. Now I'm uh, I'm sitting in the Japari bus alone, uh, talking to myself. That's uh, that's chaos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, anyway, you the, just thought of the one way to make this show more fun for me. If Jeff Goldblum was in it, I mean that. I mean that's not hard though. That's literally every show. <laughs> yeah, just, just Jeff Goldblum tagging along. I want that. I for mean, this, clearly this Marvel decided, hey, what, if, what would make this Thor movie better? What if we just had Jeff Goldblum in it? <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's pretty much the only thing they could have done at this point, and then they did it. So there you go. Yeah. So you see, the next one no. to have a renaissance, like after Michael Keaton and. Who was the one before Michael Keaton? It was like like a renaissance of an actor just showing up everywhere. I mean, well, that was Matthew McConaughey for a while. Oh yeah, he was in all those bad uh, like romantic comedies with Kate Hudson, and then he's uh, you know appearing in award oh, bait, and he's Michael Lincoln's. And then he was oh, in was thinking the of Michael Caine without thinking of Michael tragically Caine. underrated two thousands movie Rain of Fire. <laughs> Always with the Rain of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. It's got it's the future and there's dragons. It has its charms. <laughs> and actually we've got a Tasmanian devil. Yay, Taz. For like a slide. Some of these are just yeah. like static image paying to the next character. We got a got a frilled lizard. Who's scared? And now uh, frills up. Aww. Kind of like uh half of original Beast Wars figure Iguanus. Yeah. Who is not an iguana, but is in fact a Gila monster with an inexplicable frilled lizard frill. Well, I think the explanation is they wanted to put a frill on it. Yes. (laughs) They're like 50s car designers and tail fins. And uh, we also get the okapi, which is always an animal I've always been uh, somewhat fond of. Oh, those are adorable. They had those at the Columbus Zoo. Wait. Are those the toothed deer... Those are the ones no, that are it's, basically it's like short-necked like, giraffes. But they have zebra legs. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, inexpl- like, that's the only part of them that has zebra stripes. They're weird-looking animals. And they were only discovered by, like, uh, Western people in, like, 1901. Because they're awesome. Well, you know, they heard, like, talking about these, these weird animals, and they thought they were making them up, and then they found some. <laughs> The discovery of some animals is very weird. Like, um, the Galapagos giant tortoise 
was sort of known for a while, but it wasn't scientifically proven because anytime they would ship one back to Britain, it got eaten on the ride. Because they were delicious. <laughs> so delicious. Like, they eventually finally got one by sending like 30 and one of them survived. We just couldn't eat that many turtles. We're sorry. <laughs> Basically. I think my favorite was the duck-billed platypus, where somebody actually, like, shot one and stuffed and mounted it and sent it to some naturalist, and he was all, what is this bullshit? Did you just sew two animals together? <laughs> well, look at the thing. It, that's easy to because Because there's the, the any time you find a mermaid, which is a monkey sewn to a fish, that's kind of what the platypus just looks like. Yeah. Yes, he just sewed a duck to a beaver. Good job. Very funny. Thanks. That's not a real animal. Come on. God in turn. And so and so we've seen we've seen so we've seen mammals, uh we've seen birds and we've seen reptiles. Are there any insect people? Nope. How about fish? Probably. But wait, we're going to have to wait for the sequel to see if there are actually any. I oh. I know there's at least like dolphin ones, but I'm not sure if there were fish girls. Okay, cuz I mean we're so far we seem to be sticking to vertebrates. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think we only ever get vertebrates and and, and uh, cryptids. How about amphibians? You mean like frog people? Uh, Axolotls? Oh, no, I don't think there have been any amphibians. Sadly, I I I'm pretty sure there is or was one in the game, but I don't know okay. if there's any amphibians in the show. You could do cool hair stuff with an axolotl. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, they're they're still going through this. Uh, it is getting it is some heavy slugging, and uh, Lu- Lucky Beast starts talking about Canopy Jungle, which just makes me think of uh, Walter Sobchak in The Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was Canopy Jungle, dude. We're not prepared for. It. <laughs> oh yes, th- there. Was an axolotl girl in the mobile game. Ooh, and she's adorable, scantily clad. But oh, oh, right, that's the thing. Any of the aquatic species look like they're wearing a bikini nighty thing, which is kind of weird. Well, you know. I mean, that kind of makes sense. That is one of the. Few... You don't be wearing like a like a hoop skirt. It's one of the few cases where it does actually kind of make sense. Oh my God! There's a hellbender. Ooh. Ooh. That's pretty cool. It's my favorite amphibian. Oh, it just it just kind of looks like a recolor with a different thing. But, oh, hellbenders are weird. Awesome. So they finally get to what should be the uh, the bridge across the river, uh, but instead it's just the river. And Lucky Beast does not know how to deal with this. <laughs> it's like when you make too many turns with your GPS and it's just recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. <laughs> oh, it's such an adorable little breakdown. The first of many... Yep. Well, it wasn't programmed with how to deal with all this stuff after the end of the world. <laughs> and it's here we encounter the Asian small clawed otter who is wearing fingerless gloves like Gambit. And that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. And uh, time for an otter swimsuit and and yes, otters are indeed adorable. And she's on a slide, yeah, she's and a, she just keeps going on the slide. She's, she's on a she's juggling a slide that. Used to be part of the bridge because you could see, but it, it, it part of the bridge just washed away, so it, it's like a bit of a ramp, and she just wants, the planks have become a slide. She just wants to play. 
She just wants to play because she is an otter, and otters are the best. And they're wondering how they can get across the river. Yeah. If you want to get across the river, hey, there's a uh, there's a jaguar who has a boat. You know. Or kind. Is this thing a boat? What is this thing? It's another piece of the bridge. I mean, I would say it counts as maybe a barge, technically. Yeah. Well, yeah, the way she's using it, it's kind of like crossing a rickshaw with a barge, because she's pushing out in front. Yeah, it's like a water rickshaw. The rest of the bridge is behind her. Or, what's, um, Tom Tom? There's a bunch of different names for the bike thing with someone pulling it or a motor in front. Hmm. I mean, I thought when they talked about the Jaguar giving them a ride across, I thought they were just going to have to, like, ride on the Jaguar's back. <laughs> you, that, the way they're saying it, yes, but no, she she has a mobile delivery vehicle yes. that she's fashioned from wood chunks. Because apparently and indeed the, they had trouble getting across before. Yeah. And indeed, the Jaguar is a one of the few cats that does like to swim. Yes. It's that and, I guess, the uh, the tiger. She looks very serious. It's very cute. Yes. Uh, despite the fact that uh, where Serval has an M on her forehead and her hair, uh, Jaguar has a smiley face of dots. <laughs> well. Yes. Like an emoji. Okay, so, so they're waiting on the side of the river for Jaguar to show up because she shows up like twice a day to ferry friends across the river because friends like to travel across the river. I, I don't know. And and while they're doing that, Otter's teaching them how to toss a rock back and forth and start juggling. Serval's bad at it, but they're all focused on that. And Jaguar just is paddling down the river behind them. <laughs> and they don't notice the like, like Almost too much. Yes. Yes. So she gets them across, and they find uh, what is unfortunately half of a bus. Yeah, a- after a little bit of scenic... Scenic sightseeing on the river, although the water is brown, so that's a little weird. But but the trees are nice to see. But yeah, yeah. half a bus, and boss breaks down again. Yes. Yep. He says that it needs to have a driver's seat, and searching for a driver's seat. Yep. And eventually they do find it on the other side of the river, and it's like a weird little cat car. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Shaped kind of like a servo's face. Well, yes. conveniently ears. enough. Or, or, or like a Pikachu. <gasps> Pikachu. Yeah, it's, well, cause it's servo, it's Pikachu colored. Yeah. And so they have to reunite these two Zoomobile components. <laughs> and they try multiple ways to get it across the river, none of which work. No. Yes, today we face a series of challenges. <laughs> Trying to get a bus across the river. Half a bus. Uh, oh, a n- bus. None of the rest of you watch Top Gear, do you? Uh, no. I watched a clip that no. someone sent me one time of them uh, jumping a row of school buses with a Volvo 240 wagon. <laughs> uh, I've seen I've seen Top Gun a bunch of times. I don't no. know if that counts. No. It's not <laughs> quite. I, I, can, I can take you on the highway to the danger zone. <laughs> No. Yeah, so they try a different. They try to put the the little bus on the barge that starts to sink. That doesn't work. They try to all carry it in the water. That doesn't work. Uh, what else did they do? Um, I think at one point, uh, Serval is going to try and jump with it. 
but she cannot jump the entire river. Yet, surprisingly, she can jump... She can lift the bump. Yeah. Well, yeah did, did, this little... Did we know previously that she was the She-Hulk? <laughs> Apparently, like, it's about the size of a golf cart, maybe. A little bit smaller. So it's got to be at least a couple hundred pounds. I mean, I can't lift a golf cart. I mean, at the very least, it's like 300 pounds, I would guess. Yeah. But th- this girl, cat can lift the whole yeah. thing by yourself. And remember, Jaguar... With effort, the, but still. Yeah, the, the Jaguar is helping out with all this, so I imagine there is some, like, very irritated, uh, uh, you know, howler monkey who is just waiting for this uh, boat. <laughs> just checking her watch. Porky. But hey, Caban is, uh, has the gift of ingenuity. Yeah, and knowing how to use tools. If only so they, there was a crochon. Yeah. Who could also help use tools. <laughs> or like a chimp. Yeah, yeah. Then again, like a chimp girl, that's basically just a person. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> More cute, rounded ears, but yeah. Yeah. And ha- ha- has like the terrifying chimp strength. <laughs> that is true. Chimps are kind of horrifying. So yeah, they assemble, uh, they assemble a bunch of wood and rope and... Uh, Caban builds this sort of partial bridge, and that allows Serval to uh, hulk out and uh, just leap this uh, this catmobile across the river. Yep, just section by section, and and the otter helps, and she's very excited about all of this. Yes, everybody's always glad to help people on this show. It's it's very pleasant. I mean, also the otter mm. is just. She's an otter. She's very excited about everything. Everything is fascinating. Yes. They're basically water fairies. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they finally they finally reunite these two parts, and then the battery's dead. Yeah, which thankfully doesn't freak out Boss that or Lucky Beast that much, but it's like it, it's an inconvenience. The battery's dead. Who wrote this? Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's well, probably How long does it take a battery? It's to probably die? programmed it's to understand what to do when the battery's dead. I mean that's probably something that, you know, yeah. it would possibly expect to encounter. And indeed Unfortunately, to recharge it, they have to climb a mountain. You know. <laughs> yes. To get to a cafe. Which, I mean, I guess if this is a zoo, it would have a cafe, and I guess that's the only place that you would have charging stations. Yeah, and and that would be the sort of place yeah. where you would put, like, you know, that kind of thing for the employees to service things. And by employees, I guess I mean adorable mascot robots. Yes. Yeah, but... You would think that there would be a charging station near where a bus is parked, although the bus was in two places. Yeah, so. I mean, I don't think anybody parked it there. It's in two pieces, which makes you wonder what happened. Like, <laughs> did something fling it across the river, or is is this like the remains of two buses that they're combining into one functional bus? These are good questions. Oh, I gave I gave you a leading question, and you went to it. We'll find out <laughs> eventually. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. See, so, yeah, they they look at the mountain and a shadow passes over them from, I guess, a flying person. Yes. Um, and Serval's really excited to climb the mountain. Aww, yeah. she is. 
I forget. Did they mention most things? Do they mention the alpaca at this point, or is the alpaca just mentioned in the ending stuff? Uh, I think think just just in the the ending part. Yes. With those weird cardboard penguins. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That is uh, that is puzzling. Done. Need the alpaca next time. I guess it's just because we haven't got to the part with penguins yet. Yeah, the penguins. I assume there's like an Arctic area or Antarctic area. Aquatic area. Ah. Penguins aren't until like episode seven or something. Somewhere in the middle. They're really leading then. Yeah. Wow, some some Beast Wars level foreshadowing. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, that is the episode. And I, I forget, did the last episode also run its credits over a spooky abandoned theme park? No, last time was the opening theme for the ending, I think. Okay. So yeah, this time it's spooky abandoned theme park. Yeah. yeah with very faint outlines of silhouettes of some of the characters. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's been figured out who they are, but it's hard to tell who most of them are. I think the one by the Ferris wheel is Serval, or a cat. Oh. I don't remember. Dun, dun, dun. But yeah, it's spooky, desolated, dead amusement park um, somewhere. <laughs> that's fine. See, because... Well, yeah, I guess that's more foreshadowing as to the... After the apocalypse, humanity, in all of its arrogance and hubris, will be replaced by friendly animal girls. So it's a happy thing. <laughs> I mean, it does make you question where more animal girls are going to come from. I look forward to this future. <laughs> I'm fine with this. <laughs> I mean, when I see abandoned theme park, I just think Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. That's entirely reasonable. Uh, and yeah, that is uh, that is it for uh, this entry into Japari Park. And this show is bizarrely growing on me. <laughs> There's an otter. I mean, I thought the... I felt like maybe it was just me being, like, tired when I watched it and just sort of mad. But I did sort of feel like the pacing at the point where they're building the... Or fixing the bridge was kind of slow. But, like, that's that's my complaint. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And just, just fix... Fix this bus, you're driving me crazy. <laughs> I gotta go get a battery. It's, it's a multi-part epic to get a bus running. Yeah. It's a multi-part episode about fixing a bus. Well, the bus yes. is important. The bus is very important. Uh, I guess I'm spoiled because we started with like the fourth episode where that bus is already up and running. Yeah, that yeah, probably well, you know, didn't help. By that episode, they could have dragged it out more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we're getting we're getting three episodes of Bus Begins. I mean, then we're getting like <laughs> well, into Dragon Ball Z pacing territory, where it just takes like twenty episodes to get the bus running. Will the bus be repaired? Find out tomorrow on the bus is repaired. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not an entire episode of a couple guys grunting. We're meeting all new characters who mostly just vanish for the next episode, and therefore. <laughs> Seriously, though, the first time I watched a, an episode of Dragon Ball Z, my reaction was at the at the beginning of the episode, there's this fight going on, and at the end of the episode, they're still fighting. <laughs> it's still the same. Yeah, fight. Well, 
Little did I know. That's a problem with a I lot mean, of shonen anime. Like, they're based upon a weekly series, and you can only go so fast before you catch up with the comic that's only 16 pages a week. And 16 pages isn't entirely an entire episode, so you got to sort of stretch that out or cram it quicker together, and you get there faster. And timing is different in different media. Yeah, well. I mean, I mean, I, I think that you could just replace any Dragon Ball uh, series subtitle with Dragon Ball, they're still fighting. <laughs> yes. Well, That's... except for the episodes where they're getting a driver's license or um, learning to cook. Or, or uh... they're stuck in the home for infinite losers. Yeah, see, that was yeah, the but... only reason I watched was because that was, like, what got me into the show was all the, like, side stuff, all the side characters. Like, I don't really care what's going on with Goku, but tell me what, what Krillin and Bulma are doing. Like, that's what I want to see. And Krillin's my favorite. Everybody loves that poor, bald little goofball. <laughs> well, he's the strongest human. You gotta love him. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so... Mary's a robot! I mean, she got <laughs> Wait, who's a robot? deroboted, but huh? yeah. Well, oh, cyborg. Although, they always call her an android, which just impl- implies, like, all robot. Yeah, well, uh, oh, the the android definition—it's co- they're called androids, although they're all—they're robots, they're androids, they're cyborgs. Each one is different. Like sixteen is pure robot. Seventeen and eighteen are cyborgs. They were people who were turned into robots. Oh, okay. Because I mean, I'm pretty uh, sure it's all robots. Don't, don't she and Krillin have like kids later, well, which implies at least some because she yeah. gets turned into a, a human by. No, the no, Dragon no, no, Balls. No. I thought it was a Dragon Ball Wish. Unless the dub did it different. No, Dragon Ball Wish takes out the bomb that was in her. Well, yeah, but I thought it also turned her into a human. I don't think so. And then they were like, "Hey, we can have unless I'm remembering family now." Was this like a like a Vision and Scarlet Witch thing? And then those kids were actually like demon arms. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> no, Marin is not a demon arm. I mean, that seems like a thing that might happen on Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) No! Just a demon with a couple of babies for arms. Well, that might happen, yeah, but I feel like as far as, like, tormenting your characters like that does not seem like a very Akira Toriyama sort of thing to do at all. Unmaking babies isn't a Dragon Ball thing. No. Having your children fuse with other children does happen. But it it gets undone. Yes, I mean it's, it's not permanent. Anyway, anyway, I, I was always fond. I was always fond of uh, Mister Satan myself. <laughs> yes. Everybody loves her or uh, Hercule, if you prefer. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't Gohan end up with his daughter? Yes, his daughter, whose name is an anagram of Devil. <laughs> oh, I would assume it would just be like Ms. Satan. <laughs> It'd be Miss Satan. No, v- Videl Satan. Oh. Anyway, anime oh, pacing. Wait, it, Videl Satan's son? I guess that would be her full name. I mean, maybe his full name is Hercule Satan. Uh, I think officially it is. Oh, wow. Because you kind of can't ri- get rid of every sign that says Satan in the background. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And you can't just change the letters like you did with uh, home yeah, it's, the it's, Home for Infinite Losers. Hercule and Satan are different. Lengths. It, it doesn't work as well. At some point, I think they just stopped caring. 
it's sort of like the the point where they just decided that uh, Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune were cousins, and then just <laughs> continued translating it as though nothing had happened. <laughs> it's it's uh. Boy, those uh, those cousins are awfully uh, awfully. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, yeah, that is well, that is it for our Patreon episode. But we will return uh, next month with something spooky. Ooh, spooky! But until then, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm. Dan. Zencastrin so long, I totally forgot how it worked. Okay, yeah. it is now recording, so I am now ready to do the Audacity queue again. Me, yeah, just tell me. Okay. But what we? Oh, we didn't start oh, I think it. Do the countdown. Yeah. Yeah, because I was freeloading. Zencaster. Oh, wait, wait! I have to stop. My... Kill that. Sorry. And... Uh, I have ruined everything. Screwed up. Okay, three. Two, one, record. Okay, we are recording. Okay. I, think we're... I think I might have been off by a second. Eh, because, I don't know. Anyway. Do you know what I... the hell did I just do? Oh. There we go. I was offset. Okay. Alright, are we ready to uh, start up? Yep. Right. <laughs> my, my notes, which primarily consist of things like Otter in all caps. Yeah. Hey, well, I put a wiki link to there is a Japari wiki, done by at least Ooh. one person I know, so we have a backup. It, it's not that comprehensive that I know of. I, then again, it's not like a Transformers wiki where it needs thousands of pages. Does it have an otter? Presumably, there. I'm pretty sure otters in the link of animals. Yep, all the animals have a link. Aww. It's regular zoo books. I mean, she was also a fairly significant character as these things go, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll start her up. Yep, I am all set. All right.